That's it. That's it. That's the intro. Welcome. Hello, and welcome <laughs> back to Through Imperial Lies. And if I kept in what I just did, that would be a miracle. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it was not kept in. But I am I your think, host, I think you should Braden Ledbetter. I'm your co-host, Jackson Deline. Jackson, we're here. We're alive in a post-Spider-Man No Way Home world. I haven't, I haven't, haven't seen it yet. I have seen it twice. Um, twice that's fair yeah i won't talk i won't say anything about it because it is something that you literally just need to go in blind and know as little about as possible yeah for sure um but we're not here to talk about that are we we're here to talk about today star war the star war if you will will you the war's a star i shall you shall um anyway what has been going on with you what's been going on in your life um I've been getting big hype for Book of Boba Fett. Been waiting for that. We got about a week left. Yeah, we're almost there, dude. I think um, a week from today, right? Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah, Wednesday. Today, yesterday, I remember. Today's um, Wednesday. Next Wednesday uh, comes out, right? <laughs> today's Wednesday. Um, uh, I've been working through Ronin, which is pretty good. Um, I had my... Where'd it go? I had my secret Santa at work. Uh, oh, yeah? What'd they get you? Yes, yesterday. And they got me all Star Wars things. Um, I got some socks, which are Grogu. And I think the other side is Mando. I haven't opened them yet. The little Grogu socks. I got um, Star Wars Mad Libs, which I think will be oh, fun. Oh, nice. And then I got a, uh, a 3D uh visualization lamp it's like a little it's the hologram lamps but this one's got it's got death star uh the falcon and r2d2 um i also bought myself it's a cake topper (laughs) but it's a falcon (laughs) Um, that's the best so cute cute little trinkets and things that's pretty much it i think i'm trying to think off more any anything else that i've done and there hasn't really been a lot uh i sent you the the picture today but we got a a four foot darth vader toy that came in that originally we were just like you know i thought you know my dad spent like 20 bucks on the little guy i got back there so i was like yeah i don't know it was like probably like 30 40 50 bucks for it and they were like let's try 50 and they go but confirm confirm the price first and i was like okay so i looked it up and the only one I could find was like $380. And I was like, whoa. So I grabbed the Vader and he, dude, he was cool. Like, uh, yeah, he was just he, was chunky and like he looked cool. He looks and, like he's like got a lot of good detail on him too. Like, that looks pretty and, good. And, you know, it's literally like the, the same quality as the guy yeah. I have back there. It's just this one was, you know, four feet tall and. He was menacing. There were times where I'd turn the corner and he'd be standing over and like the, the place we put him in. And I was just like, oh, uh, mom, I like, oh. up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, he totally, totally. Um, no, that's that's about it. Um, for people who follow uh, me on Twitter, uh, I hung out with Kevin Scott. I didn't hang out with Kevin Scott. Yeah, but. you're like besties. Yeah, From he's really active on his socials, so yeah. uh, it wasn't an out of the blue experience. But um, I didn't expect him to keep responding to my tweets to keep like just casually talking. We to just him? talked about Batman music. Yeah, we talked about the the score of uh, eighty nine Batman and Batman Returns, and it mm-hmm. was just a quick little thing. But uh, I did I changed my bio from it, like you said. You did. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep searching party. 
keep searching yeah keep searching um, party man party um, man yeah cool. right. <laughs> so that's 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 me what about you what have you been doing well i finally have 99 percent of my christmas shopping done nice um and by the way happy holidays and to you all well. those well. who celebrate merry christmas um but in the midst of doing so I was doing a little bit of Christmas shopping at Saga Toys. Nice. Nice. Um, and I was so close to buying myself a Black Series Kylo Ren. Do they have the Last Jedi one there still? Yeah, it's the, Je- the Last Jedi the one without unmasked. the helmet. That's, yeah. that's the one I have that I found. Uh, I found it at Goodwill, but he doesn't yeah. have his cape. Yeah, I, I want it so badly. And I was like, I just really shouldn't be spending this money right now. So I yeah. put it back. And I was like, God dang it, I really should have I know. That. I, I bought the Anakin Obi-Wan duo and I dropped like 65 bucks on it. And was yeah. like, wow, I was like, I probably shouldn't buy one of these. But here's the thing, though. Minute. I think Saga Toys in St. Louis, their prices are so reasonable. Yeah. Because like anywhere yeah. else, if you wanted to buy that duo, it would at least run you a hundred dollars plus. Absolutely. I um, agree. Especially no, on I, eBay. I agree with that. So yeah, yeah I think especially on eBay. They they're a really cool like collector store that like they know how to price things. Um which and they is know what cool. def- they know what to find, you know. They're mm-hmm. not just like stocking with just uh, you know the grief cargas and all of the the base characters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will say though, my Target has started selling more than Grief Carga. Oh, they have, me too. I saw. Have, I ran into uh, a Bo-Katan in a Lando. Oh, very nice. Uh, yeah, we've been getting Landos too. Yep. yep. That's what I was gonna say. So, um, yeah, GameStop's supposed to be selling some uh, Battlefront Two style characters soon. I'm gonna try and try and get some of those. Nice. Some, some clone troopers and stuff. But yeah, um, cool. I also. As some of you know, I work at a company called Vat19. We sell curiously awesome, quirky products. And we have this... In in the front of our building, we have, like, this section of shelves, which are just, like, rejected products that we bought to, like... That, like, we buy to, like, try and then see if we want to sell them on our store. And one of the rejected products was hold um, Hold for Suspense. Suspense. As you hear me jumbling around in my office, all the, the audio listeners are that? like, what the hell is going on? That sounds like, that looks like... Uh, um, listen here, buddy. These are some like, these are called Blade X Fighters Electronic Battle Sabers. And what happens is, they're like little two little toy sabers. Yeah. There's a red and a blue. Okay. And... It's, you can actually play like with them and it actually is a game so like you're supposed to hit the other it like senses whenever you don't hit the other person's saber um, so like say I hit my arm it goes ow <laughs> and ah. if you if you hit someone six times sorry this is probably really annoying if you hit somebody six times you win and it, you get like a game over like the other person like their lightsaber turns off and they get like a game over sound oh wow that's cool so it's like if i'm like man if i was like 10 years old this would be yeah dumb. yeah absolutely um, but i was like i can't pass this up it's free just why not right um, so i got some little, little crappy little uh, generic lightsabers that's still cool though, like it, that they're smart like that. I, I I wish yeah I wish we had stuff like that. You, yeah. you know the the plastic ones you could whip out. You know oh, yeah. if they had something like that, oh, that'd yeah. be cool. 
Well, cool. I think it's time to get into some Star Wars news. We only got a few news stories this week, but I'm sure next week we'll be full-fledged Book of Boba Fett mode. So uh, let's get into it. Um, So starting off, uh, we'll jump right in. Stellan Skarsgård praises Tony Gilroy's writing on Star Wars Andor. In a new interview, Emmy-nominated nominee Stellan Skarsgård briefly discussed his time shooting the Star Wars Andor series for Disney Plus. Quote, the writing is really good. It's the same writer that did Rogue One and also to work with Diego Luna, who's an old friend. So I was excited by that. Um, And then my character is, well, you'll see. It's fun to play because he has a lot of different faces to show. End quote. Um, Any predictions? I think he might be a droid. You think so? I... What if he's like an early version of K two? Tastel and Skarsgård to play a droid, though. I don't know. It's a different thing. Um, a lot of faces to to play makes me think that, like, um, I don't know. He's someone who I would think, like, naturally, I'd go like Imperial. You know, he yeah. gives me an Orson. Well, it says vibe. he has a lot of faces to show. I'm wondering right. if he is like this. Um, kind of like this this kind of spy character and maybe he yeah. is like a he's in the quote-unquote rebellion Ooh. or whatever the rebellion is but he's actually like an imperial spy of some well, kind what or if vice he's, versa what if he's uh essentially what andor is for the rebellion but he is it for Sagarera. Mm. he's like a Sagarera andor who like has to work with him but like You kind of don't. I think it would be a cool way to like bring the live action sense of like re-explaining Sagarera. Because I feel like a lot of these live action shows have to kind of catch everybody up who hasn't watched the animated shows. And the people who watch the live action ones are more likely to just have seen Rogue One. And I think if that's the case, they need to show the things that... And they don't need to, but they show the things that they talk about in Rogue One and kind of give you that explanation. And I think with this, that would be a good way to kind of introduce Saw Gerrera's differences with the Rebellion. Yeah. Kind of show why he's this extremist, whereas, you know, we know why. We know what he does. We know what he did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is going... To, this can go a few ways, and this is just complete speculation. I have no no educated assumption here is it's just pure speculation it would be cool if it, if he ended up being kind of like this beckett type of character like from solo yeah i dig that um with but for the rebellion um i think that would be really cool to have kind of especially with so, uh, as brilliant of an actor as Stellan Skarsgård in that kind of role i think that would be really interesting to see um yeah i think when do, when does Andor come out? They say like late next year, right? I think they're aiming yeah, for like quarter I, three next year. Yeah, I saw something that they were talking about maybe a, a, a July to September. Yeah, run. so quarter three. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. um, yeah. I mean, we're not we're not honestly not too far. We're less than a year there. That's so, crazy. Uh, that's crazy because I remember us covering like the announcement of the Andor series, know, right? and then now we're here. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, cool. Moving on a little bit here, something very interesting that we have learned. Um, so apparently, for the book of Boba Fett, all trailers and footage that we have been shown 
are from the first opening minutes of the, of the first episode. Um, so in an extensive interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the show's trio of executive producers, Robert Rodriguez, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, as well as actress Ming-Na Lin, Ming-Na Wen, walk us through the making of the show from its inception through its promotion. And Robert Rodriguez had this to say about some of the trailers we've seen so far. He says, quote, we can't use the second half of the first episode because it gives so much away. Things turn up um, you don't expect. You see things we couldn't believe we got to do. Every episode has big surprises. And then THR goes on to say the producers have hinted that familiar faces or helmets could possibly be appearing in the series. Of course, Rodriguez has been hyping up the series all year long, saying multiple times it will over-deliver. And obviously, the Hollywood Hollywood Reporter um, states that the producers have only revealed footage from the seven-episode season's opening minutes. So... I've been kind of getting that vibe from the footage we've um, seen. It's all the same we're, stuff. We're only seeing Tatooine stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's all mm-hmm. we've seen. We because I that was that's what kind of whenever we saw that first trailer, I was like, okay, that's cool. But why does it seem like this show's going to be so like I don't want to say bland, but like it's just going to be just at Tatooine things happening. And then I realized that there's probably a character that shows up that's vital to this entire series that they want to keep under wraps because, uh, dude, Jedi. I mean, who do you think? I know. I'm thinking I'm like Grogu. uh, So, well, so I think I think Din's going to be in it. Not like not like a big character. He's going to pop in. I, I think for sure. Pop in. Um yeah, I don't know. You run back and it's like, I don't know. I mean, you look at solo. Like, you look at I this footage and, you know, it's like we said before, it is just basically all Tatooine and kind of just some underground stuff. Is there a character that could show up that we know at this point could be on Tatooine, which I don't even know if we know if anybody's on Tatooine post Return of the Jedi. Um so that's why I'm kind of thinking like, you know, what if someone like a Luke returns? What if, you know, the, the possibilities are endless. What, what is, um, or maybe like a Rex. Do we know what Crimson Dawn is doing at this point? Do we know anything up to that or if is I, everything we know? If I got into, because we do have that one Crimson, not it was it a Crimson Dawn comic we have coming? Crimson Rain, it's happening. Rain. It's, ha- it's happening. It's happening. Now. It, okay. You know, actually, it's funny you say that. I bought some comics the other day, and I found uh, Crimson Rain number one there, and I oh, bought nice. it, and I was like, you know, that that might be worth uh, something. That takes one day. place um, like during Solo era, right? It, it. What we know, I think, I think all we know with Crimson Dawn right now is up to what Crimson Rain has done, and that is currently that's concurrent with war of the bounty hunters so yeah so we're in between four and five but i guess my question is is um what if it's kira that's what i mean i don't i don't know what if what if boba's trying to establish himself as a governmental or a governmental as a like proper syndicate and crimson dawn who i think at this point is probably on its dying legs is trying it for a last hurrah and is going to try and stop boba dude and you know what hold on hold on guys this is impossible this is not true but i think how cool would it be if we got like a han solo in there 
That's kind of what I was thinking is like, what, even if it was a cameo, just to be like, they couldn't pay Harrison Ford a billion dollars to come back. Um, I think it would be more of like a reference. Like they see Han on like a hologram and they're just like, oh, he's like, oh, Han Solo, like the great rebel general. And Bob was like, you know, like seething to himself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, We'll find out next week, I guess. It says like the spoilers start happening in the second half of the first episode. Lando? Lando? Maybe? What if Book of Boba Fett is like how they kickstart the Lando show? That would be cool, dude. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We're going to find out next week. Anyway, we'll what do we next got week. next? Uh, so this is a rumor. Rumor alert. Rumor alert. Rumor alert. Um, rumor alert. Rumor alert. New details have emerged on Ivana Sakno's uh, character for in the Ahsoka series. Uh, a few weeks after the deadline reported that the Ukrainian actress will be in the Ahsoka show, um, we have some more details, possibly, on who her character will be. According to the Illuminati, the actress will be playing Astrid, a striking and ferocious mercenary who must now choose between two paths. She can either follow the path of her unit or take hold of her own aspiration in service of her own glory um it is unknown for now in which way uh she will encounter ahsoka and whether or not she will be uh on her side um uh so i think right off the bat we kind of just have it's a new character um which i suspected which yeah you called that um yeah i don't know from this uh (laughs) you know top of my head she sounds she sounds like a pilot (laughs) Yeah, man. Mercenary. She sounds like sounds like they're gonna find her. She Striking maybe was part of a group. Mercenary. Um, what if it's you know not not um like not an inquisitor, but like <clears throat> what if she's some kind of dark side user who's like kind of um a la <clears throat> oh, her name is escaping me now, but from the High Republic, the uh, character that kind of like does these missions for people. Um, she's like a former Jedi. What oh, Ty, 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 Yeah, Ty Yes. Um, that kind of vibe. The blade for cool. hire. Yeah. yeah, I dig that. I, I get like, this gives me vibes of um, like early resistance. Yeah. Um, like, like this will be a character who will end up making, end up going towards the resistance. And I think rather than it being what Leia starts, it's like this little group that Ahsoka has, maybe like Ahsoka and Sabine are like, Hey, like we need help because we're trying to find this dude who we think is a threat because he's former empire. I guess he is empire. And this character is someone who, uh, I think at this point is just trying to make her way in the galaxy because the war is over. But then she kind of sees like this, this purpose to it. She sees this worth of trying to actually stop Thrawn. So they, so she joins them, joins. Mm. I, 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 I picture this as being a, uh, a good guy character, someone who joins, who maybe yeah. is rough and ferocious, but like, it does it mention part of that, um, she has to face this choice of, you know, Star Wars is all about choices. We talk about it. Um, uh, the choice of following the path of her unit, which I'm not sure what that means. Right. Or um, take or or take hold of her own aspiration in service of her own glory. So I think it's it, mentioning a unit. It makes me think like a like some X-Wing pilots or some pilots of some kind or maybe right. Imperial. We're not Imperial. I, I guess took it be as, First I, Order. I took it as like a mercenary group. 
like uh, yeah. like the episode of Mandalorian, just this this mm. heist group that she's a part of. Maybe she was a former rebel. Maybe she was former Imperial. I don't know. Um, but the, the the sole fact that the way this is worded is um, it's either, you know, follow her unit or take hold of her own aspiration in service of her own glory. That sounds like a bad guy to me. I mean, that's, yeah, that's that true. sounds like somebody like service of your own like that's a very selfish kind of dark side kind of thing so i'm not really sure though um again i don't know what what this uh what the luminar the illuminati is getting this from right um well and i i'm trying to think of how this would be tied within maybe it's someone who's like part of thrawn like she works for Thrawn and instead leaves and joins Ahsoka, or maybe she's more of kind of an antagonist throughout the series of Thrawn's the big bad guy, but she, and maybe some others are, are, you know, more narrowed antagonists rather than what if she is the kind of character who, um, you know, it, it kind of works for Thrawn in a way. But she kind of joins Ahsoka and her team and like steers them in the wrong direction purposely. And like they have to. Oh, like a know, double agent kind of thing. That kind I of think that. That'd I be cool. That, yeah, I think that would be cool. Um, this isn't related to Ivana Sakno, but since we're talking about Ahsoka, um, I really want them to cast somebody uh, for a Captain Palian who you haven't read any of the original Mm-mm. Thrawns, right? No. He's he's Thrawn's right-hand man, essentially. Gotcha. And all the of Tarkin the... Tarkin th- of Thrawn? Uh, pretty much, but all of the Thrawn, at least in Heir to the Empire, all of the Thrawn scenes are through this guy's point of view. Gotcha, okay. Um, and he's a really compelling character, and I think he would be a really cool addition to this. Um, and this style of character kind of gives me something that I think now, I haven't read the rest of the Thrawn trilogy. I'm going to finish Ronan and then continue it. But I get this kind of... This explanation gives me a vibe of what I would speculate happens to Pillion. I could be dead wrong. I, and people are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about, Jackson? Um, but I could almost see like this character being like working for Thrawn and then eventually you know, maybe switching or you know, starting out as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that plays in with something like <laughs> Uh, a Captain Palian. Cool. Yeah, that that would yeah. be interesting too to tie in some EU a little bit. Yeah. Um, kind of moving on here. We got the last news story. Another short news week. Uh, as we said, next week will be all of the news in the world uh, with our Book of Boba Fett review show. But anyway, lastly, speaking of the Book of Boba Fett, the red carpet has been post. Uh, I kind of, I've kind of foresaw this coming with all the COVID surges and everything, but uh, the red carpet premiere for Star Wars Disney Plus series book of Boba Fett has been postponed following fears of the Omicron variant of COVID-19 surging. The book of Boba Fett will still get its moment in the Twin Suns, but Lucasfilm's official statement has indicated that it will be in February instead of January. Quote, out of an abundance of caution, we will be postponing the book of Boba Fett fan event. 
it will be relocated to the 8th of February in celebration of the finale instead. Um, the event ha- was set to happen on January 4th at Hollywood's El Capitan Theater, slated to attend. The event were the likes of producer Kathleen Kennedy, directors and ex- executive producers John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Robert Rodriguez, and obviously actress Ming-Na Wen, along with other yet-to-be-revealed guests. I'm assuming Tamir Morrison and all those good people. But and are I you surprised you, by this at all? Not at all. Me neither. Um, I, I think, yeah, Tem will, Tem will uh, attend, and I think... Um, the rest of the directors whenever like that's revealed mm-hmm. once the show's done they'll they'll bring everybody who worked on it um no not surprised at all good for them for taking the uh proper precautions that need to happen um, yep. honestly i'm kind of down for a celebration of the finale that would be cause, cool because then we'll all watch it and have our minds blown and then we can you know celebrate and talk and i think that i think that's that'll be a little more fun than you know and it'll also it give a little bit of a chance of some characters that had that like pop up in like some episodes of the season to attend the premiere yeah Not premiere i guess yeah, it's the yeah. premiere of the finale kind of what i'm saying too is with the directors is like get everybody who worked on yeah it, get so. everybody in there yeah. and uh have a cool i really hope they do like an online kind of stream event of That'd you know cool. that kind of thing kind of like they do for movie premieres mm-hmm. Do you want to zoom in to the event? It'll be February 8th. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> you want to zoom in? <laughs> Let's zoom in. It'll be fun. Yeah. That sucks January 4th. That was that's the day after my birthday. That would have been that would have been fun thing yeah, to nice little birthday present. Yeah. But you know what? I'm but I'm getting what? my fall. February star. 8th is two days after my birthday. So nice. <laughs> I dig that. That that's yeah. good for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. I think that just about well, does cool. us this week. Like I said. Short, short news week. We're under a half hour, but hey, such is life for some Star Wars podcasters such like us. Um, if I'm trying to Jackson, trying to th- sorry, I'm trying to Jackson's think off the top of my head. Me. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take the show now. It's my show. It is mine. The Galactic Keep is about, mine. I talked about the new toys coming out. Sorry, I'm trying to think off the things off the top of my head that I I noticed. Um, oh, uh, for your comic collectors, um, IDW's last issues of Star Wars: The High Republic were published last week. Um, pick those up. Those are probably going to be worth something one day. Um, as well as High Republic An- uh, Adventures Annual came out as well. Um, which you got to get on the higher public comics, man. They're so Dude, good. I know. I need to. They're so good. I need somebody to just get me physical copies of the comics and I will read them. I just can't do it. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I can't do the watching the video, pausing it, and having to read. All right, skip forward a few seconds, pause it, read. Yeah. It just like kills me. I got to have a you something know, I, physical. I, I, I had that problem as well. And I, I will say, at least in my defense, um, the the youtube that i talk about that 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 i i read read watch them on um he times them really well that at points where i read it really naturally and then i'm sitting there and i'm like oh i'm done i'm like okay because a lot of the times i'm like oh i gotta read this real quick there's a lot of words on this page i'm mm-hmm. not gonna see everything um but no i i understand that i completely get that i am hoping that they will make um uh like Maybe a compendium or some kind of, you know, collector's edition. Of- I'm sure they will. Once once the High Republic kind of starts wrapping up, they'll have one big like, here's the big chunk of the comic run. I'm hoping they do it in phases. And yeah, that would be cool. And they do compendiums of each phase that are the two lines and then like they throw an edge of balance and the annual issues and yeah. it's all, you know, one big book. Um, 
I, I, if that's the case, oh man, I will jump on that. Um, Dude, I just realized yeah. Rising Storm, not Rising Storm, Fallen Star comes out next month. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. wild. I'm hoping my, uh, I bought, I pre-ordered that out of print. I'm hoping it comes uh, within the same month. I'm hoping it doesn't take yeah. a long time because oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to have that beanie too. And Dude, you're going to be rocking that beanie all day, every day. It'll probably be my new work beanie. I'll wear it every day because right now my I have a rebel beanie. That's For light and my life. work beanie. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be good. So, all right, that was it. I I thought I had more, yeah, and then just, I realized we need to start uh, having your uh, little comic news segment at the end of each news show. Just kind of wrap up all the comic people because I'm not a big comic guy, but since you are, it's good for people who are listening who do like the comics. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've been catching up more. I think I need to finish the Ty York one. Yeah, I'm talking about her earlier. I need to finish that one, but. Other than that, I just have to read the last issues of both High Republic and High Republic Adventures, and then and then I'll be You're caught, caught up. up, dang dude. And I don't, and I don't know if they're gonna continue it, uh, if they're gonna like wait until like I don't know if they're gonna make comics going through Fallen Star or if they're gonna stop once all the like like they're done now. And then they'll take a break until the actual phase is done. And then when when Quest of the Jedi starts, that's mm. when they'll pick up the next round of comics. I don't know for sure if that's the case or not. But yeah, other than that, that's all I got. Cool. Well, I think that is a good closer for this week. Uh, if you'd like to find us on the social medias, you can always do that uh, at Instagram at Through Imperialized Pod, Twitter at Imperialized Pod, YouTube through Imperialized Podcast. Jackson, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, as always, at uh, Quacks and Scalene. That's Q-U-A-C-K-S-O-N and Scaling Like the Triangle. And then you can follow my photography Instagram, which is uh, at Deline underscore photography. It's D-A-L-E-E-N underscore photography. Braden, what about you? As always, you can find me on Instagram at Braden Ledbetter and on Twitter at Braden If you want to see what I'm uh, rating and reviewing movie-wise, you can check me out on Letterboxd. I just watched Spider-Man No Way Home twice this weekend and i would i'm already itching to see it again um but you can also find me in what i'm doing in the video world for work um at vat19 on a youtube and please don't be shy please uh, make sure to hit up our apple podcast be, be shy um hit up our apple podcast subscribe rate it just it really let, lets us know that you like what we're doing if you like what we're doing and if you don't like what we're doing also let us know either way there's no excuse. Tough. <laughs> and if you don't have an Apple Podcast, check us on Spotify, Overcast, whatever you got, and leave that rating and review there. Um, and I think that just about does it for us. Um, until next week when we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett, finally. And hopefully all of these surprises will be revealed. May the Force be with you.